0: At $31 trillion and rising, U.S. national debt threatens economic stability for all. And don't even get me started about the cost of servicing all that debt with skyrocketing interest rates. On today's program, we're going to connect the dots and help you understand the urgency for getting more retirement money and investments into the tax-free zone. David McKnight, selling author of The Power of Zero, coming up next. Stick around. I'm Ron DeLegge with ETF Guide, and it's great to have you with us. David McKnight is the best-selling author of The Power of Zero, How to Get in the 0% Tax Bracket and Transform Your Retirement. And Tax-Free Retirement Planning is his wheelhouse, and we're glad to have him with us. Dave, great to see you.
1: Thanks for having me, Ron.
0: You talk a lot about the 0% tax bracket, and I just checked the 2022 IRS table for marginal tax brackets, and 12% was the lowest that I could find. So what is a 0% tax bracket and why is it so important?
1: Yeah, you're right. There's no such thing as a 0% tax bracket. If you were to pull up the uh, U.S. tax tables, um, there's no such thing as a 0% tax bracket. Zero doesn't show up, but zero does, I believe, aptly describe a the, the condition of someone in retirement who is not paying tax. And a lot of people sort of suffer under, under the illusion that if you're not paying tax in retirement, you must be living in poverty. After all, you know, the standard deduction is, uh, you know, $25,900 for a married couple. Therefore, if you have $25,900 of income or less, then you're not paying any tax. What people don't realize, though, is that you can, um, you can live on as much money as you want in retirement and still be in the 0% tax bracket. I You know, the ProPublica article recently uh, featuring Peter Thiel talks about how Peter Thiel has $5 billion in his Roth IRA through a series of shrewd, uh, you know, Retirement um, moves. He was able to get his the value of his entire business into a into a Roth IRA, and so uh, that doesn't necessarily equate with poverty. You can you can be in the zero percent tax bracket and have all the money that you you need, and so the zero percent tax bracket is simply a state in which you're not paying taxes, and, and that um, doesn't happen by accident. You have to um, plan proactively and intentionally to be able to do that, and that involves. Um, In my mind, um, having a complement of tax-free financial streams or tax-free streams of income in retirement that include Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, Roth conversions, uh, being able to take money out of your IRA up to your standard deduction, which of course offsets the tax, some forms of uh, what I call the life insurance retirement plan, when structured pop- properly, can allow people to distribute money tax free. And of course, if you can stay below your provisional income thresholds in retirement, then your Social Security will be tax free as well. So that's five or six streams of tax free income that, when taken altogether, uh, contribute to you being in the 0% tax bracket in retirement.
0: I know that you're a zealous proponent of the Roth IRA, as I am. And of course, that's just one tool of many. Uh, to help you get to the tax-free zone. But instead of merely deferring taxes like traditional IRAs and traditional 401ks do, Roth IRAs completely eliminate taxes on future distributions. I know that you did a recent podcast about the math behind Roth IRA procrastination, and I think it's important for us to reiterate that. So just help us to understand uh, the true cost of waiting.
1: Yeah, so um, a lot of people don't realize this, but um, tax rates are slated to go up in 2026. And, and that's because when President Trump, former President Trump, um, cut taxes, um, he couldn't get the full two-thirds majority of Congress to, um, to okay that. So they had to uh, get that tax cut through under what's called budget reconciliation. And through budget budget re- reconciliation, uh, it has a uh, it has an expiration date. It has a sunset clause, which is eight years. And so starting in 2018, we have some of the lowest tax rates we are likely to see in our lifetime. But we know that that tax sale, like my book, The Power's Year, we call that the tax sale of lifetime. That tax sale of a lifetime does have an expiration date. It reverts back to what tax rates were in 2017, starting January 1st, 2026. What does that mean? That means that if you include the year 2022, we have four years during which to take advantage of historically low tax rates. And every year that goes by where you fail to take advantage of historically low tax rates is potentially a year beyond 2026 where you could be forced to pay some of the highest tax rates you're likely to see in our lifetime. So let's take someone who, for example, has a million dollars in their IRA and they want to get you know, the majority of that reposition to the tax-free bucket by way of a Roth conversion. Well, if you can get it done over four years, you increase the likelihood that you're not going to rise into a tax bracket that gives you heartburn. Well, guess what? Uh, If you wait until next year, you're only going to have three years during which to take advantage of these historically low tax rates, which increases the likelihood that you'll have to shift more to be able to accomplish your goal and increases the likelihood you'll you'll bump up into a tax bracket that does give you heartburn. And guess what? If you pay a higher tax than you really needed to pay, that means you get less after-tax money in retirement, which means you run out of uh, money faster than you ever thought possible. So there's real life... Consequences associated with not uh, taking advantage of tax rates while they're low and procrastinating the day of of that uh, that tax payment.
0: I always like to give our audience actionable insights, and some of them might be sitting on unrealized losses inside a tax deferred account, like a traditional IRA. Could there be a silver lining to the rough market conditions we've had in 2022? Does it make financial sense? to use the market decline to execute Roth IRA conversions so as to, to limit taxes on that conversion?
1: Absolutely. Something Ed Slot um, brings up all the time. Um, when the market is down, there is a silver lining. Let's say you've got, let's say you say you get a million dollar uh, IRA and you want to convert all, all of that to a Roth IRA, that the total tax on that might be $300,000. Well, let's say worse comes to worse and that million dollars declines to $750,000. And you decide to do a Roth conversion on that Roth, on that IRA at, at that point in time, at the bottom of that market dip. Well, guess what? You're not going to pay $300,000 on that Roth conversion in terms of tax. It's going to be a much lower number. It might be closer to, say, two hundred dollars or $225,000. So you pay the tax while the market is depressed, while the market is down. Let that money recover inside the tax-free account. And then by the time the market does recover, then You know, you paid less uh, in, uh, you know, on that, uh, you paid less on the tax along the way and your money's recovering in the tax-free bucket. And so it was a much less painful process of executing that Roth conversion because you paid taxes on a much smaller amount of money.
0: Makes total sense. One final thing before you take off, Dave, one of the big mistakes made by retirees is having too much risk inside their investment portfolio and not having a big enough cushion. I like to call it a margin of safety or principal protection. So why should this be a concern for people at, near, or already in retirement?
1: Well, obviously, uh, when when you're taking money out of, you're taking distributions from your retirement accounts, uh, if you do that during a down market, we experience sequence of return risk, which is the risk that when you take money uh, out of your stock market portfolio while it's already depressed, it's sort of like you're kicking your portfolio while it's down. And if you do that a couple of years in a row, it can send your portfolio into a death spiral from which... It never recovers. And that is especially true in the first ten years of retirement. That's something I bring up in my in my best-selling book, Tax Free Income for Life, that you want to be in a position where you can draw money out of um, you know, out of instruments that are impervious to the ups and downs of the stock market. And so this sort of shields you, it insulates you from uh, sequence of return risk, which was the term I was searching for, and uh, and so it's just really important to um, recognize number one that sequence of return risk is something that can really torpedo your entire retirement. Number two, that there are instruments that can be utilized to shield you from those types of uh, from that type of scenario. So um, one of the things that we we often Recommend is that if you could reach into your bond, reach into your retirement portfolio, take out the bonds, replace them, for example, with uh, what's called a fixed index annuity or even what's called a a life insurance retirement plan. Um, Studies have shown that you can increase your rate of return. In the bond portion of portfolio, lower the risk, lower the standard deviation, which leads to a better outcome for the investor. Your money lasts longer and you shield yourself from a sequence of return risk like we discussed.
0: Well, thank you, Dave, for dropping by and sharing your insights. Keep up the good work. Be sure to visit powerofzero.com to learn more about tax-free retirement planning. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.